0: Hello everyone, so um, I thought I would do a podcast today about the most horrifying documentary. (laughs) So obviously as I'm a filmmaker, I'm allowed to be a critique and my lecturers say that it's good to be a critique, you know, when you're watching stuff, but I'm not critiquing the, uh, criticising the the documentary or the way it was made, I'm just criticising the story, the bad story. That documentary gave me goosebumps, okay? And you know what a documentary it is. Cecil Hotel. Okay, let me just say, if you're from LA and you're listening, don't get offended. But I'm literally a bit petrified to come to LA now because of that documentary. I was just like, oh my god. Alyssa Lam and whatever happened to her was really bad. But I didn't like the conclusion they came up to. It did not make sense. Because, um... You know, when you want to die, you die. You kill yourself. You jump off the roof. Why would you go and hide? Okay, wait. I don't want to spoil, spoil things for you. But So if you are or watching it and you don't want spoilers, don't carry on listening to this podcast. Listen to it after. I cannot tell you how stupid it is to believe that she, instead of jumping off the roof, she found a very difficult way to kill herself which meant running up the ladder and uh, jumping into a water tank honestly speaking it did not make any sense to me because I study psychology and I know what bipolar is about okay yes you can be delusional delusional you can be a bit you can have psychotic episodes but you cannot be you can be a risk to others rather than a risk to yourself So it can be both ways, but I feel like you're more likely to hurt someone, but you're not likely to hurt yourself. That's why people who have bipolar, they have always supervision. There's still someone there with them. And the fact that her parents knew that she was bipolar and let her travel on her own. What the actual fuck? Okay, you know, your daughter's got bipolar. You really think in a mental state like that, you want her to go traveling on her own. You must be out of your mind. So there were so many scenes in this documentary that I just felt like just did not sink in well with me. First of all is that video. It did not. It felt like there was a spirit haunting her, like she was possessed or something, you know, because it did have 80 deaths happening in that hotel. So, you know, um, that hotel was known for its bad reputation. There was like, it's basically a home for serial killers. So if you kill someone, you can just go and live there. Basically, anyone who has a bad um, past, bad background, um, low income, they used to stay in the Cecil Hotel. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not questioning why they were provided a home. But I'm just saying that if this hotel really cared about its reputation or bothered, you know, maybe they could have made a few changes, such as not allowing criminals, like actual criminals inside um, the building, you know, like murderers, why are they even provided? And if someone's being stabbed, why have you not thrown them out? Why have you thrown the murderer out of the house? So it made no sense to me because it's like, okay, this hotel was actually an apartment for people who have low income and stuff. So I understand that bit, but I just feel like, If they're a criminal, why can't you just throw them out? Because it's just like, you're causing more danger for yourself. So it turns out that in the documentary, they were saying that they couldn't. They tried. They even sent notice to people like, hey, you haven't paid today's rent. Please leave. But apparently they had to be more understanding and allow these type of people to uh, be sheltered. So it's like, wow. Like, I'm like amazed because it's like, you could kill someone and no one can do anything to you. You could live there happily ever after. Not saying that it was the best place. It was a very dirty place. It was not very clean. Um, the water was very disgusting. And they didn't They didn't know where Lamb was till someone actually told them that the water pressure was really bad. So there was a couple from England that went there and um, they thought this is the best way to deal with this. They went and boom, boom. They literally said, okay, you know what? The water pressure seems a bit suspicious. Why is there no water? And why is the water so filthy and dirty? So yeah, I mean, yeah, you pay less money. So you mean you are, you have low expectations. You cannot have high expectations if you paid for such a, if you paid such a small price. And we know that in Britain. So, but in Britain, like we have the situation that we will never get provided dirty water or dirty place to live in. I can guarantee you that. Because I've lived in um, B&B and bread, bread, bed and breakfast. And I've lived in places where um, there has been situations where I would expect them to have very, very un unhygienic places to be provided. But honestly, it is not as bad as that fucking hotel. Fucking hell, man. So I am going to warn you, do not watch that documentary on your own. You know how you always like want to binge watch something on your own? Just watch it with your partner, watch it with your family, watch it with anyone. But be aware that it's a very scary documentary. The way it was filmed was very, very creepy. Because I literally couldn't sleep at night. I don't know why I had this thing in me that I want to finish it off today, 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 today. And I just watched it and I went to bed at three o'clock in the morning and now it's 11am so I'm just the, like I don't even know I've not even slept properly because I just felt like I was getting chased in that fucking hotel um but there was a lot of uh links with her name to TB and her name related to a lot of things or that she was caused she was called by the government to kill people I don't get it That that was just that did not make no sense to me okay maybe there's just it's too much um some people are just overly analytical and it's like i don't think that's true that 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 didn't seem right she was just a 21 year old young teenager just trying to travel the world on her own be adventurous but she did not know that bipolar could get her that bad bipolar is like when you stop taking your medications you will oh my god you'll become a complete different person and I've never met anyone with bipolar, but I do know people who had bipolar. Like, not exactly, like, close to me, but my friend's friend. And um, let's just say that if they manage to stay in a relationship, hats off to them. Because they've changed so much. Like, I think men always call women bipolar. But do you know the real meaning of bipolar, mate? bipolar is the worst condition anyone can be because you can't control your emotions you could just be like happy the next second you could be angry you could be delusional you could hallucinate you could feel like someone's trying to kill you it's like kind of similar to schizophrenia but schizophrenia is like you constantly know that someone is running behind you and bipolar it keeps changing so you just have that chemical imbalance in you so it's like um it's quite sad because they don't really live long, people who have bipolar. It's very hard for them to live long because um, they need that constant attention. They need, not because they are attention seeking, it's because they can't help themselves. So I feel anyone who is bipolar should never be left alone. And the fact that the parents are new, it is, I kind of hold them responsible because She was only 21. How dare you let your 21-year-old with a mental condition travel on her own? No way. I feel like if they were educated a little bit more, maybe they wouldn't have made that mistake. Or maybe I'm going to get thrown off for this podcast because of saying something like this. But honestly... Bipolar people are not allowed to be left alone ever, ever. I'm being serious. It's it's actually quite sad that she actually went on her own to L. A. and she lived in the most, most dodgy area. And dodgy meaning like a very rough area. Like I did not know, downtown was that bad. Watching that documentary, I'll tell you one thing. I don't think I want to come to L. A. because I really like. I think when we watch TV. You see LA and you're like, oh my God, in real life, LA is the at exact opposite. Uh, so um, maybe maybe not all of LA, maybe, the, maybe not whole of LA is bad, but downtown is probably an area that I've heard of a lot, but I never thought it would be this bad, you know? And that documentary, like, gave me goosebumps. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like, what is happening? And then the whole correlation between that singer, the death metal... Oh, fuck's sake, I don't like people like that. Like, I don't understand what is the whole passion for death. I'm sorry, I would have arrested him too. (laughs) If I found out he was making these lyrics, I would have been the first one to arrest him in Mexico or wherever. You know, but the fact that he did not kill her, but his lyrics were so relatable to her situation, it just felt like... this guy's obsessed with death. Killing people is probably his passion. Uh, Ted Bundy, someone he worships. How do people like this even exist in the world? Like, Okay, I know there's evil people, there's demon people, but, but where the hell are you worshiping Ted Bundy? Do you know what would be funny? If Ted Bundy's spirit comes and kills him. <laughs> like, for real. Because <laughs> I feel like these people really are a bit locked they just I don't know this is just cuckoo in the head they need some help they really do need some help and the fact that this guy was openly spreading shit on YouTube and social media platforms about death and how amazing it is to kill someone like wow like I I, I just cannot get over the fact that he got fame he even got fucking fame the fact that people actually watch that documentary feel sorry for him, I don't feel sorry for him. He was like, I can't produce mu- music anymore. Well, yeah, do something better with your life. Change your fucking life. Why would you do stuff like this? Okay, maybe I'm just like, I'm a completely different person. I'm not allowed to say stuff like this. But, you know, I just feel like people like that just make the world a really horrible place to live in. They do, they do. That's why people like us get annoyed when we watch stuff like this. And you're like, as it is, life is so fucking depressing. If you want to kill yourself, just kill yourself. Don't create content about killing people or, uh, um, you know, I don't know, want to be killed, you know? So I don't know if you know about that singer. Um, it's a very bad, but he was, uh, let's just say he was a very famous rapper. And he was very obsessed with death. I'm not going to mention his name because I know people will come out to me and they're like, why did you say that? Why did you do that? He used to write so many songs about killing himself. And he got shot. I'm not going to lie. I laughed because he wanted it. (laughs) He really wanted it. So I'm so glad someone shot him because he literally was literally driving people crazy with his songs. Like, I wanna die, I wanna kill myself, I wanna... Then do it. You don't need to create songs like this, okay? We got a depressing world. We don't need songs. We need songs that push us, to motivate us, inspire us. So if you are a writer who's making songs, please make good songs. Even if it's about sexual stuff, do it. But don't make shit like death, okay? It's gonna happen to us one day. You don't need to keep advertising it or being proud that you're producing this content anyways i don't even know why he was famous because it was just like i feel like in america anyone can be famous if that girl baddie baddie bitch or whatever her name is she got famous by just saying catch me outside how about that anyone can be famous you and i can be famous we all will be famous (laughs) it's just i think in america people just hype up for no reason things for no reason and in england you could post that video 50 times and no one gives a shit like literally nigella called Microwave, microwave, and we just flinched. Like, wow, well, that's it. But she didn't get fame for that. She did not. <laughs> so, so you know what I mean. Like, it's like a lot of things. Like in England, you could do silly things and you won't be famous. Like I've been trying so hard to create content to go viral on on TikTok, but brat, I cannot get more than twelve views. <laughs> so I'm just like, I just okay. I'm just probably gonna delete social media one day because. I'm not appreciated on it and no one really likes my content, so I guess I might just get off it. Anyways, coming back to the documentary. I don't feel she killed herself. Like I said, people who are bipolar, they're more likely to harm people than they are to kill themselves. They are so like, what's the word? They're very um they're very aggressive. You know, um, they can come across very aggressive. So the hotel staff was saying she sounded very disruptive. Like she was sharing a room with three girls and she was very... uh, Her behavior was not normal, was very, very disruptive. And that was obviously because she stopped taking her medication. Why did she go on an adventure on her own and stop taking her medication? That made no sense to me. Okay, I don't know. Maybe she just got a bit too excited, too happy and but she's in LA, like, wow, LA, you know, and she just decided to let loose and stop taking her pills. Bad decision, bad decision. Anyone with schizophrenia and bipolar should never, ever skip a day of medicine. It's just like any health condition, you know, like when you have, um, a uh, heart condition, diabetes, anything—you have to take your tablets on time if you want your blood sugar to stay normal, or you want to survive. Yeah. Same thing with mental health condition. Why do people not take it seriously? It's absolutely disgusting that people don't take it seriously, or people just let loose, and that's why they need that supervision. Mental health, people with mental health conditions need that supervision because they know. They know that people are not going to take it. Sometimes when you take that tablet, it can have a side effect. You could feel a little different. And sometimes you might not like that feeling of being different. And that's why people with this condition will not take the tablet. That's why there are people there that are constantly pestering them to take the tablets. Speaking of experience, I know someone who had schizophrenia and denied it constantly. Um, He was constantly in denial like I don't have schizophrenia I'm fine but we knew he was not all right and he denied he didn't want to take any medicine he didn't want to do anything he just wanted to be normal but his his um hallucination was getting really bad like it was getting really bad that's why um we had to take him to the doctors and um you had to send him to the psych ward because he was just in denial for everything so it's like That's why, like, she she lost herself when she went to L.A., literally. Now, I don't know whether it's that hotel that might be a little, might have, like, spirits around, because if there's been 80 deaths, I'm sure it cannot be a clean place. And I'm sure there will be filthy souls over there that are willing to kill people or trying to kill, change the whole, um, like, if you go in with a positive mindset, you'll come back with a negative mindset, that's when you know a spirit is, uh, is, is in place. Like, uh, the spirit is actually in that hotel. So I believe in spirits a lot. So I feel like there must have been a really bad spirit in that hotel. Several, not just one, several. And that could have caused the reason for her to behave the way she was. So obviously, as we always want a scientific exp- uh, ex- um, explanation, as to why what happened so we are blaming it all on her bipolar mental condition yep but what we don't know it could just be that she was possessed you know i i feel like she was because the way she was behaving seemed very possessive like how someone would with um possession would behave i cannot believe that you know when they found out that she was dead um the police was um let's say the police were worried it's not like they weren't but it's something they couldn't control so the fact that they were around the whole time around the hotel and with helicopters flying around just to find her and they still couldn't find her people are blaming the police I don't think it's the police's fault you know I feel like she opened the tank and jumped inside the water in the middle of the night okay so let's let me take this thing okay if I was if there was someone possessed you know um that's what they're more likely to do if they had bipolar they wouldn't go to that extent of looking for a fucking water tank to jump in they would just see the the oh there's a roof here there's a rooftop here. I'm just gonna jump off from here goodbye the world Good say goodbye to the world so it did not make sense to me. So that's why when I was like all night, I was thinking like, how does that make sense? It does not make sense. And there were several people that were very um, unhappy with the the investigation. So they came up on the documentary like, oh, there's some guy who actually formed a Facebook group like Justice for Elis- Elisa Lam. And there were like a few other YouTubers. There were several YouTubers that were on the documentary constantly complaining and You know, uh, they actually visited the hotel and the same room she stayed in. And that's quite freaky because I'm like, wow, why would you do that? But they actually went to that whole um, depth in depth of the analysis of just checking out the hotel, seeing how things work. They went into that elevator that she was in last. And uh, people are very um, very interested in, in solving the case because the police was not doing a good job of it. So obviously we didn't find a criminal, we didn't find anyone, even though she was in a hotel with criminals. It's like, yeah, could be possible, could be possible, could be not. Could be that the video was edited differently, blah, 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 blah. But then her family confirmed that she did have psych, psych, psychic, psychotic episode. My, my, sorry. (laughs) So, um, which, which makes sense as to why she behaved, she did the way she did. Um, so, um, that makes sense to me that, you know, so it could just be that her bipolar got in the way, but she was possessed and had bipolar. So that's what I've come down to. That's my conclusion for the documentary. One thing I found very interesting is that the hotel owner never gave up, you know, it's like, if I was the owner of that hotel, I would break it completely completely break the entire building and rebuild the whole thing from scratch again. Obviously with money. So um, if she was low on cash, I understand that she had to sell it to someone. So she sold it to someone. And this person did, did something for her. So if you're trying to separate two buildings, how on earth was an elevator going to connect them? I don't get it. So if you want to, if I want to separate two buildings, one is for the people who have like low income and not like local people. And one is for the people that are traveling, young travelers. So that's what I don't get. If there's one for the young travelers and one for the whole local, why wasn't it completely separated? I don't get it. So they said it was separated. But... From the elevator, you can still see other people. Like, you can still encounter criminals in the um, elevator. Which makes it still a very unsafe hotel. That's why it's like, what if you were carrying cash and you are safe in your hotel, but you're going into the elevator and you encounter, I don't know, a pickpocketer or a, a criminal or someone, someone, something... Some guy who's desperate for money and um, or some woman who's desperate for money. (laughs) So that is it. That is it. So that all it takes is one. One trip up the elevator and you're dead. So a lot of people that were like living there years ago, they said they would never go beyond the fourth floor. They just stayed below. Because it's like if you go up, 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 that's where all the crimes happen. So I'm just there like, okay, um, that makes sense, you know. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about going to the 16th floor or 14th floor. But these young YouTubers actually did take um, a trip right to the top. <clears throat> I don't know how, but they did it. And um, they were trying to test whether the alarm went off. So one YouTuber said he pressed it the fire a fire exit and no alarm went off but the manager in the hotel says it did go off so there's like too many stories going on like god knows you know so um a lot of people did not feel like the hotel staff were um helping the case or helping the situation So they just like decided, okay, you know what? I'm not going to believe what they do. I'm going to do my own investigation. So a lot of people started doing their own investigation. And that's really interesting because they actually fell in love with this girl. They started following her on her social medias. And she apparently was very active on Tumblr and she would post uh, every day, daily. It was like a blog, uh, sorry, it was like a daily journal for her. And from that, people said, oh, you know, she would have been an amazing writer. And it's a bit sad whatever happened to her. Yeah, I'm saying the same. I'm very upset that this happened to her. But I just feel like the parents are a little bit responsible because the fact that you know your daughter has bipolar, bipolar is so dangerous. OK, uh, if you're bipolar and you're listening, I am not attacking you. I'm a psychology. I was a psychology student, so I know what I'm speaking about. It is it can cause harm. To other people. They, they can get violent. They can attack people. Now it could be that she, she tried something when she got off her medicine. She probably tried something with some random person that was there. And that person was a criminal and probably wanted to teach, teach her a lesson. It could be anything. But nothing was shown on the cameras, So we will never know. We will never know the truth of what happened to her. We just know that it was an accidental death. And she just died from drowning in a water tank. Out of all places, a water tank. For real. So to get up the water tank was not an easy job. You know, you have to get up the whole ladder. You know, like it's a long th- process. And then you have to pick up the heavy, ha- heavy lid. And she was pretty skinny and she didn't seem strong enough to open that kind of thing on her own. So there was a lot of things that did not make sense to me. In my opinion. But I'll just say that if you're going to watch it, please watch it. Don't watch it on your own. I think that Morbid, even though he's no longer um, an artist, I'm glad he's no longer an artist. Because if you're worshipping fucking Ted Bundy, something's definitely... You're fucked up in the head right there. <laughs> I just I just cannot imagine how much hate he's getting. Yes, you're going to get more hate for this. Because how dare you? How dare you do these things like... And believe that you're doing the best thing like the social media platform was full of hatred for me well obviously you are saying you worship the demon you worship ted bundy duh so anyways um i'd just like to end up with saying that um people with mental health conditions need to start taking their uh health seriously you know it's not it's not a joke okay don't skip your medicine a lot of people i know who have depression they will be like oh i'm not going to take it too much okay this there's the difference between depression schizophrenia and bipolar okay one thing i need to tell you is if someone gives you a tablet and it's for a bipolar person and you take it um you're likely to become bipolar so you have to be careful for not taking those tablets as well so I just don't know, because I remember this learning this in psychology. Like, they were saying that if you're in an asylum, how would you prove you're not mental? And the answer is you can't. Because um, if you don't, take the tablet. They will force you to take it. If you take it, it will work, it will, uh, it will make you mental. And if you are mental, it will make you balanced. So it's like, um, you shouldn't take that tablet if you're not mental. Because there is there is a possibility that you will become um, you'll become schizophrenic, you'll become whatever mental health, con- mental conditions that tablet has, was prescribed for, so if it was prescribed for a bipolar person, you become bipolar, if it was prescribed for someone with schizophrenia, you may start to hallucinate, so only if you don't take that drug, but obviously when you're stuck in an asylum, you have to take the drug, because they're going to force you, so there's no running away from that, so, um, so that's the part. So if you're bipolar, it will balance your uh, mood and everything. But if you if you have schizophrenia, it will um try and bring you back from your hallucination. And, you know, once you take that tablet... um, I, I'm sure you, loads of you have seen Shutter Island, right? It's literally schizophrenia is like that. You start making characters. You start believing they're real. You believe they are actually in front of you, but they're not. Okay, and also... They will stop you from taking your tablet. They will say to you, it's poison, don't take it. But the doctors will say, it's not poison, you need it. So just take it. <laughs> so I'm um, sorry, I just got bit carried away with psychology because i love i love psychology i'm very interested in psychology but i'm not interested in maths and that's what my degree consisted of and i hate maths (laughs) so you know uh they're like okay i hate it i hate maths so i like like to read about stuff like this but i never want to um get a degree in it let's just say that so what happened is uh So, what happened is she um so yeah that's what was, that's what I was trying to say that it's like um do take your do take it seriously, you know if someone does have it and they don't take it, make sure they have it, and um stay away from watching these documentaries at her night don't do what i did it's it's fucking scary. <laughs> And um, hope you all have a great day. I'm just going to start watching some Kim's Convenience or Brooklyn Nine-Nine so I can just not think about the documentary. Because I could just not stop thinking about that girl. And I had a dream about being chased. So, you know, have a great day and I'll see you next week.